If you want to support any of the podcasts produced by Multiple World Productions, consider going to multipleworldproductions.com slash books, where you can pick up any of my released Kindle books, including the Operation Swan Song trilogy, Our Past Does Not Define Us, In the End, the Echo Omega series, and Sizzle Reel for just $2.99 each. Thank you. Spoilers, I am Adam on this reasonably warm, allegedly spring day. Um, let's see, what's on today's itinerary? Um, so, there's a Captain Marvel trailer coming out today. In our, uh, the Marvels trailer coming out today. And I think that the interesting thing about that, if we're going to be honest, is... I think this is indicative of the fact that this decision to relocate the Marvels to November uh, was a relatively late-term decision, because I feel like we don't normally get trailers this early. Like, look, we're going to get trailers for November movies at the end of the month at CinemaCon, um, because that's a big event where they're going to showcase stuff. Uh, But I think the fact that they're going on Good Morning America, because corporate synergy, of course... But, um, because they're going on Good Morning America, this is a more public-facing, uh, event, so I think this is more indicative of the fact that we are, you know, this is a plan, like, they booked this, and then they moved the release date after, um, but the trailer drops at some point this morning, I don't think it's dropped yet as of recording, at a little after nine, um, when it, when it drops, we'll be talking about it tonight on 30 Minute Reviews, because uh, I have a little bit of time to kill in between uh, my regularly scheduled Tuesday appointment and the meeting I have at 7.30, so yay, we'll be recording the episode then, and we'll talk about the trailer for the Marvels, uh, and we'll get into a little bit of what this could mean for the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole. Um, because I'm hearing good things about this movie based on rumors I've read online. Um, but I digress. Um, so, what we're here to talk about today is The Flash, Season 9, Episode 8, I think is what we're up to now. Um, it's a two-week hiatus after this, but before we get into that, uh, if you go to multipleworldproductions.com slash sponsors, you can see all of our sponsors, including, uh, Gamefly, which is our showcase sponsor this month, uh, Gamefly, you can rent games, uh, you know, same way you used to use Netflix when it was a DVD Netflix, you would put, make the list of, uh, movies, they'd send you it in the mail, you would get it, you would watch it, you'd send it back, they'd send you the next one, and that's how Gamefly works, it's just for video games, so if you want to try out God of War Ragnarok, if you want to try out Elden Ring, if you want to try out any of these games before you buy, then Gamefly is a service for you for major releases. And also just, you know, because that's the thing, it's like, imagine you you, you hear good things about Elden Ring and you're like, oh, this could be really cool, um, and a lot of people are raving about it, let me try it out, and then you drop the 60 to or $70 for it, and then you go and you play it and you're like, oh, this game is too hard to be fun. Um, well, now you're out $60, not if you have Gamefly, you can just send it back and get the next one. So, go to 
website, multiplewarproductions.com slash sponsors. Click the link um, for Gamefly and you will get a free 30-day trial for Gamefly. After that, it's like $15.95 a month, um, but a free trial is nothing to sneeze at, uh, especially for a service that's good Gamefly. Um, but, I don't know how obvious it is, but I'm still super congested right now. We're here to talk about the Flash, um, and the Flash is, you know, continuing on the, uh, you know, the the what's it called the the trajectory, so to speak, of uh, toward the end. And I I think that this episode would have been a little bit better for me if they didn't do a time loop episode earlier in the season. Now, I get that it's not the exact same thing, but it, because it's like, look, the time this time loop at the beginning is meant for character development. There's a lot more comedic aspects here. This is more for drama's sake uh, and not interpersonal drama, more the drama um, or the threat of the episode. And I think that that works a little bit better um, or a little bit differently, not better specifically. I, I don't, I like, that's the thing. It's like when we talk about, you know, these shows, these time loop episodes happen quite a bit, um, because you're dealing with science fiction elements, so you can do a time loop pretty easily, like, I think, I, definitely, there was the one that really endeared me to Zari on Legends of Tomorrow, um, where she gets stuck in the time loop, like, Groundhog Day, um, then there's the episode, I, 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 I'm fairly certain there was one on Arrow, it's like, these shows all have that trope, and then the episode where something happens to them, and they see ghosts from their past, and it's like, I appreciate any time they do those, and to the point where, like, I was watching you when that show, uh, in its first season, and that happens to him, or in the second season, that happens to him, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot Berlanti's name is on this, so, yeah, that makes sense, you get, you get the whammy episode, um, which is, like, they, they, they call it that on, on, um, what's it called, on, on Supergirl and on The Flash, it's like, they got whammied, um, um, Chester and Allegra continue to be criminally underused this season. Um, I'm not entirely sure why that is, but it, it's just, what, did you, like, I think that that's kind of the problem with a lot of these shows. Like, they don't anticipate going on past whatever season they're in. So, like, they'll have these arcs for these characters, and then it's like, oh, that'll work for one season. But then what happens after that? It's like, oh, I don't know. So, like, you end up with these things where it's, like, Cisco's retreading the same arcs over and over again on, what's it called, on The Flash before he left. And it's like, well, why is that happening? It's like, well, we didn't think we'd get this far, so let's just keep doing this over and over again. And here he is with his, you know, and then he gets his powers taken away. And then it's, like, immediately the monitor's like, okay, we need vibe. And he's like, here's your powers back. Have fun. Um, like, that... It's one of those things where it's like, if we're going to keep doing this, we need to... Oh my god, my voice is so nasally. Um, if we're going to keep doing this, we need something inventive to change things up every once in a while. And I think that fundamentally, like, where they are with Chester and Allegra is we don't have anything for them to do. So let's just throw them in and hope for the best. Let's just have them be, you know love interest for each other, and then build out the relationship that way, and that will be it, and then we will, you know, hope that people get endeared to them, but because these two characters, like, does Chester still have his powers? I don't think so, but he did 
show for a long ass time. Because wasn't he in season six to start out? Or was it season season seven where he picked up? Either way, um Either way, it's been like three seasons. Um holy shit. Um but look, if I'm looking at, you know, what this show is doing with these two characters, I'm like, well, why the fuck are we continuing this? We don't need to milk this relationship story for as long as we have. I think it's a key issue that I have with this. Like, you don't have to tell this exact story the, the entire way through this show. Uh, I'm sorry, you don't. It just doesn't need to happen. Um... And, and it's like, if you really can't come up with something for them to do, I think just coupling them up and and being like, okay, here's to be well in a relationship, have fun, when really we didn't get a ton of time to... The, like, up until this point, we, like, Allegra has had moderately more, like, time to develop because, like, we know she is uh, Pariah's daughter or, you know and all that cool stuff, but see that, and, and that's the thing too, it's like we're looking at this show going into its final arc, and we know that next episode, Oliver comes back but like, I'm watching this and I'm like how cool would it be if they did, what was, which one was it, was it Final Crisis or was it Hyper Crisis where Alexander Luther comes back as Superboy Prime and tries to take over the multiverse, like how fucking cool would it be if that was that and, and it's just Oliver in that role like now, we get Oliver for one episode because they only got Stephen Mel back for one episode. But how fucking cool would that have been to wrap up this this uh, this universe is one final crisis. Like, that would have been such a great idea. But they, they're not going to do that. And the same goes for, like, oh, make him the Red Death. Make that be something Barry has to grapple with. And it's like, no. Um, we're going to get Oliver back for one episode where he is just Oliver and that's cool, I guess, but whatever, um, and, you know, allegedly we're getting Cobalt Blue, because they've been teasing that, they teased that back in season one, and we're finally getting it, allegedly, so, you know, would be cool, I'm looking forward to that, maybe, um, I don't know if it's actually happening or not, I've heard rumors, but it would be cool, um, I am, you know, I'm optimistic, but I feel like it's just, this is not coolest ending that they could have done for this show. And for what could have, what is basically the end of the Arrowverse. Because, like, yeah, Titans is ending and Titans is Arrowverse adjacent because it's in the same multiverse and the same goes for, you know, technically all of, like, here's the thing that we're not really addressing is that we're looking at the death of all of DC as it was, okay, go ahead, buddy, as it was up until, you know, fairly recently. Because all of these things were interconnected. Like, we're looking at the death of the Snyderverse, which is in the same multiverse as, uh, as, as the Arrowverse. We're looking at the death of, you know, Titans and Doom Patrol. We're looking at the end of, you know, with all of these shows kind of coming to an end, like, we're getting to a point where it is going to be, alright, fucking A. Um, we're getting to a point where they, they do have to start, you know, like, this could have been something great. But, you know, like, again, I said this back when they were doing Crisis, that they were leaving money on the table by not doing Fathom Events for all of the episodes of Crisis. And it's like, if they did that here, which, 
look at what they're doing at Marvel at uh, at Star Wars. They're doing a movie to end the streaming shows. Like they're doing a movie to end, you know, to to end the Mandalorian timeline stories, like Skeleton Crew and um, Ahsoka and Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. All of those stories are getting wrapped up in a theatrical movie. And it's like you could have done Final Crisis with Oliver doing that, and that could have been one last ride for these heroes, and and that would have been a way to send it off, but you didn't. Um, and I wonder if it's in the cards even at all. And I think that that could be a really cool idea, you know, because I think that if you look at the number of people who watch this um, on a weekly basis, I, I think you could probably pull. And, and the thing is too, it's like. If you do that, and then you also pull in the other dying universes, you know, like the Snyderverse and all of that, that could be, you know, it'd be expensive, but I think it could be an interesting send-off for, for everyone involved. Um, and I would watch it. I would go and see that in the theater. I mean, I would go anyway, but... Um, yeah, I think that's kind of the biggest error, unforced error that we have here, um, is that we... Like, this... And, and the thing is, too, is, like, when they went into this season, they knew that this was the last remaining Arrowverse show. Because if I remember correctly, and I haven't watched Superman and Lois, but if I remember correctly, wasn't Superman and Lois a, um... What's it called? A... In an alternate universe? Like, where the other heroes don't exist? I feel like it is. Um... And, and I feel like that's something that's worth kind of... If that's the case, and if, you know, if we have that, then you could do one last fight. And that would be interesting. And I think it's a really big shame, too, if we don't get Diggle back as Green Lantern. At least once. Because people have wanted that since, what was it, season four of Arrow, where... They introduced his his uh, his stepfather, whose last name he refused to take, um, and his uh, his stepfather's last name is Stewart, so his name is John Stewart, but he doesn't go by his his stepfather's last name, and it's like, oh shit, he's the Green Lantern, and then they at the end of Arrow, the fucking lantern ring lands in front of him, like it, all of that, all of that. And we, if we never get him on screen as a Green Lantern, it's a huge waste opportunity, wasted opportunity. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's a good place to And not having Supergirl this season. That dynamic between Barry and, and Kara has been one of the best um, of, the, of the show up until this point. Um, like, I, I just feel like Kara not showing up is the biggest, like, I understand maybe Melissa Benoist doesn't want to come back to, um, to do, what's it called, to do, uh, to do this if she just had a kid, but, like, I, I feel like this is a, like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, she has her right to not want to be on, you know, go up to fucking Vancouver, um, and be away from her kid, I understand that, but at the same time, it's like, that dynamic that they've always had, like, they're like they they meet and they instantly become best friends in in that crossover on on uh, on Supergirl back when it was on CBS and, and Barry shows up, um, like that 
was great. And then, like, you know, the whole, the musical episode's great. And then, like, when they do the crossover Crisis on Earth X, like, everyone doesn't trust Barry because he fucked the timeline. And he's like, oh, no, I inherit, I, like, you fucked up, but I trust you. I trust you implicitly with my life. Like, it is, it, it's such a great moment. But, like, I, I feel like that not having those two characters be able to interact one last time is kind of a missed opportunity. Um, but I think it's a good place to wrap up for today with me griping about the current season of The Flash um, and, and the end of the Arrowverse as a whole. But we'll be back with uh, Gotham Knights tonight. Uh, I'm not thrilled about it, but we'll be back with Gotham Knights tonight. Um, so, until our next episode, which will be Gotham Knights, have a great rest of your week. This podcast is a production of Multiple World Productions. For more details about all the other things happening on all three podcasts, check out multipleworldproductions.com.